Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. Hey guys, welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates. Today I am sitting down with a man that literally covers all of my assets, every single one of them, uh, Mr. James Jenkins. How you doing, buddy? What's up? How's it going, everybody? Thanks for having <laughs> me on the show, RJ. I have This has been on my wish list for like a year. I know. I finally mentioned it to you and you're like, uh, you've never signed up for a slot. And I'm like, yeah. oh, well, hey. Hey, well, the, you know what? That's the thing is sometimes I get so focused on real estate investors. I want to mm -hmm. bring them on. I don't sometimes think about the people that are kind of on my team that help us do what we do. And, and you're, yeah. I mean, dude, you're, you're such a, a, a powerful uh, influence in, on our lives and now becoming in the, the DFW Metroplex and expanding into other uh, markets. I, I think we helped you a little bit go into some of the markets that you're oh, you in did? now. Well, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> I, I was I was actually talking to my team earlier. It was like it was, she was a, a girl we hired about a month ago. She was like, "Why are we in these random states like North Dakota?" <laughs> I'm like, "Why are we licensed to practice insurance in North Dakota?" And I'm like, "RJ had a house there and needed insurance." Right, right. That's <laughs> funny, like, man. So we're, we're so, licensed yeah. in 20 states now, and 16 of those states are because of you. There, there you go. So obviously, for you guys that haven't picked up yet, this is this is my, the man that does all of our our property insurance for us. So, kind of briefly introduce yourself. Tell everybody what it is and and where you do business. Sure. Um, hey guys, James Jenkins. Uh, office is located in McKinney, Texas. It's a suburb on the north side of Dallas. Uh, we do business all across Texas, of course, and then basically every state across the southern part of the U.S., except for California, because they just be crazy with their <laughs> insurance system. We'll get there eventually, um, but basically the rest of the, the southern part. And then we also are in, gosh, a bunch of other states. If you're watching this right now and you're wondering, is James licensed in my state? Just shoot me a message. If it's, if it's worth me getting licensed in your state, then I will. I don't care if I'm there or not. That's how this works. We expand as the, the clients need us to expand. Yeah. So, and so I, I'll, I'll briefly tell you, I'll, I'll tell everybody the story of how James and I came to doing business. I was doing all of my insurance um, was through a, a nationwide company that if you're an investor, you've probably heard of them. And, and the reason why I was using them is because it was easy. I went onto a website, I entered in my information, and then I was covered a couple of days later. And I thought, hey, this is really easy, and I'm just getting insurance. That's, that's what I thought, you know, I'm gonna be covered for whatever number I put in, and if something catastrophic happens to my property, that's the check that they're gonna cut me. 
Um, so I have mentioned numerous times about the Propelio event here in DFW. I think it's probably the best real estate investing networking event in the country. And James was there and he had a great marketing ploy. He had these tissues, like the small little tissues that you can carry <laughs> in your pocket. And uh, he had his card taped to it and he handed it to me. And I, I, I wasn't even wanting to talk to the guy, to be honest with you. I, like I saw his thing, you know, 10 feet away, I could see his booth. It's about property insurance. I am like awkwardly trying to avoid eye contact as I'm passing him. And he's like, here, here's, you know, and I'm like, why are you handing me tissues? And he's like, because this is to dry your tears once you realize how much money you've been spending on the insurance that you have. Something, the, the, the sales pitch was yeah. much better delivered by you. Oh, no, he said, uh, but, here, here, you're, when you find out what you've been missing from not being one of my clients, you're going to want to cry. So here, have a tissue. <laughs> and, and it worked. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I, you it's know, the cheesiest thing I've ever said to a, a potential client. Hey, but it Did worked. You know? It worked. And oh, yeah. uh, James and I had a consultation. And, and so I, I want to talk about two different things in today's interview. Um, first, I want to talk about the, the items that you went over with me on coverage yeah. and how important that is for real estate investors and the things that most investors don't realize that they're not getting with their insurance. Yeah. And then the second part is I'm highly inspired by your systems and the processes that you've built out for your company that I can tr they can translate to any entrepreneur out there. So yeah. let's talk about when we actually had that consultation. Um, the things that we went over kind of first and foremost were the, the things that we don't realize in our coverage, um, whether or not we have an ACV policy or an RCV policy. Can you kind of go into yeah. what those what that those two terms mean and well, how important I, it is? Definitely that. And then the two things that follow right behind that, that every investor needs to be really aware of. And you bring up a great point, man. ACV is short for actual cash value. RCV is replacement cost value. And uh, ACV is definitely the lower quality option of the two. Actual cash value takes into account something called depreciation, which we all appreciate that. Or I shouldn't probably say appreciate <laughs> depreciation. That's just kind of weird. But uh, depreciation is the devaluing of an asset over time. Uh, so the older a property is or the older a roof is, for instance, the less you would get in the event of a claim payout. And a lot of, of builder's risk policies, a lot of master policies where you schedule a bunch of property on one policy form, it's typically written with Lloyd's of London or another company that's not the traditional insurance, not your farmers or state farm or Allstate or whatever. But a lot of these policies are written on an ACV basis. And you don't realize what that means until you have a claim. Perfect claim example. Let's say you've got a, a fire. You, you actually had a fire to property in St. Louis. Yep. And, and gosh, I forget what the delta was. You said, if this would have been filed a claim under my old policy, I would have been completely hosed. Yeah. But then because you had RCV, replacement cost value, uh, it was a lot better. Let me explain what that means. Hypothetical claim situation. You've got a property. Let's say it's covered at ACV and it's worth $100,000 and it's, say, built in 1980, just to keep the, the thing easy. It burns to the ground. The claims adjuster comes out and says, well, it was written for coverage of $100,000, but the property is 39 years old. So we're going to take 
depreci uh, recoverable depreciation of 55%. And then on top of that, you're going to have your deductible, which of course you always have. So suddenly your $100,000 property is now getting a claim check for $40,000. Yep. All because the policy was written at ACV, actual cash value, instead of RCV. So I'm going to dovetail just a little bit here. The other thing that is really, really common, especially on uh, flip insurance, builder's risk stuff, uh, as well as landlord and you know tenant-occupied properties for sure, but it's really prevalent with flip and builder's risk insurance, is the cause of loss form isn't what it should be. There's three different versions of cause of loss form, and they build on each other. The first one is basic. The second is broad, which is kind of uh, uncommon. Now you're not going to see broad very often. And the third is special. Each one of them gets better on top of the one from before. A lot of builder's risk policies are written on basic form cause of loss. What you're giving up with basic form is actually some pretty important stuff. You're giving up, in most cases, theft and vandalism. You're giving up water damage of all kinds, not just, you know, something special, but just generic water damage, like my pipe burst. Right. You're also giving up freezing of pipes and falling objects. So if a tree falls on one of your houses and it has basic form cause of loss, no coverage. So it, it's really amazing to me how many investors that we talk to on a daily and weekly basis have basic form cause of loss and ACV on their policy. And they want to act like, oh, I'm fine. Uh, no, you're not. And here's why. Let me show you. And I mean, the general reaction is, is pretty much, holy crap. I, I had no idea. Wow. And the reality is most insurance people, kind of like most wholesalers or most, you know, entry level, you know, low quality people in any profession, they don't take the time to educate the client and help the client, in this case, the real estate investor, understand what they need not just, you know, what's on sale. Too many salespeople go, what's the fastest, easiest way I can sell? Hmm, well, I'm gonna hack and slash coverage and slap a high deductible on there and give them a price that I know they'll like. And the investor goes, oh, that's cheap. I like that price. I wanna buy that policy. It's like, hold on a second. Wait and look at what you just signed. So anyways. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna say this. You know, I talked about earlier the insurance that I used to get. I went on there because it was a website. It was easy to get an account and then I was getting coverage. But there was a couple of days that they did ask me if it was ACV, if I wanted ACV or RCV, right? Yeah. Now, the only reason why I was choosing RCV is because at the time, you know, our previous business was doing insurance supplements. So we knew what that meant. Yeah. And I know a lot of investors out there that choose ACV just because it's cheaper and they're like, hey, Nothing will happen to my house. You know, I'm only going to own this for six months while I'm flipping it. So I'll just do ACV. Yep. The other part is there was never a mention of basic or special coverage. Yep. That, well, there wasn't an option for me to get a higher priced special version. Yeah. And there was not anybody that ever spoke to me. It was always on a website. And then they just emailed me the proof of insurance. Yeah. So there was no customer not, service. I didn't know what I was getting, you know? It's not an accident that I win against them 100% of the time. I've never lost against them. And when I see, when I hear that someone has a portfolio, you know, a schedule of properties that are on that company, I just start going, all right, game on, <laughs> let's go. 
Oh, do you want to sign up now or should I give you a quote first? Right. And, and you know what? One of the things that you did that stood out to me the most probably was the moment that I was like, okay, James is a different breed than almost every other insurance agent that I've worked with or tried to get coverage from was the moment when I was covering our St. Louis portfolio. And we went to, you know, I filled it out and I kind of was just like, hey, I, on each property, I just want to get $55,000 worth of coverage. And you called me and you said, are you sure you only want to get $55,000? Because could you rebuild those houses for $55,000? And I never really thought about it that way. And then you explained to me that there's a penalty if you don't have enough coverage. Yep. So if the, if the house were to burn down, like it actually happened, <laughs> it actually did burn down. If I didn't have enough coverage and they wrote up an estimate for say 70,000, but I only had 55,000, I would actually get penalized yep. for not having enough coverage. So, Explain that for the listeners a little bit more in detail what that penal that penalty sure. looks like. And it's called the co-insurance penalty. Co-insurance meaning that you are co-insuring the asset with the insurance company. Uh, and co-insurance is a is a really bad thing. The reason they have the co-insurance is they want to disincentivize, they want to penalize people for intentionally going cheap with their insurance and, and intentionally undervaluing their insurance policy. What this means, and it's typically 80% is the rule, some lower quality programs are 90 or even 100%. What that means, that percentage is the value that you should have insured the property to. If you don't reach that value, then the co-insurance penalty kicks in. 80% is pretty typical. So hypothetical, let's say you should be insuring a property for $100,000 for its fair market replacement value but you only insured it for say $50,000 because you went super cheap. The, the difference between the amount that you chose to insure it for and the amount that you should have insured it for is what they will do with that penalty. So let's say for instance, you only insured it for 75% of what you should have insured it for. Then in the event of a claim, the insurance company will apply a 25% penalty to the claims check that they write out and give to you. So not only, if, here's, the, here's the really nasty double whammy. Let's say you've got ACV coverage on that policy. Now you're getting hit three times. You're gonna hit for the deductible, which is unavoidable. Every policy right. has a deductible, every property policy at least. On top of that, you're getting hit with the ACV, which is depreciation. So your claim check just got cut down by God knows how much. It could be 20, 30, 40% or more, depending on how old the property is and what kind of condition it's in. But then thirdly, you're getting slapped with the co-insurance penalty. Yep. So th this is the difference in almost always several thousand dollars in payout. So you know, what are you going to save on cutting the coverage amount? few hundred dollars, maybe two, three, four hundred dollars on your builder's risk policy or you know, landlord or whatever it is, what are you potentially risking? Tens of thousands of dollars in potential claim payout. So the cost versus reward of going cheap on your coverage just doesn't exist. Yeah. And I mean, this was all coming from us as a collective group 
we were saying, hey, we bought these properties at such a steep discount and they're going to be for cash flow. We don't want to cover for what it's worth. We just want to barely cover what we have in it and maybe a little bit additional if something catastrophic were to happen because our main goal with these properties is cash flow. So we don't want to have this expense of the additional twenty or thirty thousand dollars in coverage per property when you multiply that by sixty five seventy properties we didn't want to do that but then once you explained it to me and it's like hey this actually does make sense and then when something catastrophic does happen i'm not gonna lie that was one of those moments where i was like that made me feel pretty good about working with you and the fact that i knew we were protected i wasn't worried about that situation and imagine had I not had you explain that to me, yeah. how frustrating that would have been had I gotten hit with the co-insurance penalty yeah. and not even know what it meant. You know, I mean, and that's what you get with some of these other companies. So those are some of the benefits of working with, you know, an insurance agent like you. I recommend you to everybody. You're one of our, you're going to be one of our new service providers within the next level flipping family. Um, so I'm super excited for that, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate everything, man. Yeah. And I, I appreciate everything that you've done for us, man. You, you've gone out, you've gotten licensed in states that we do. And, and I don't know if you'll, I don't know how long it'll take you to get another client in Alaska or anything like that, but you, you've gone out and done that for us. So, well, thank you when for one of your best clients us. needs something covered, then you go out and make it happen. Because <laughs> Lord knows I don't want you having to work with random ins- ABC insurance agency in Timbuktu, Alaska. And that's what we were doing, man. I yeah. mean, I remember when you looked at our policies in Hawaii and you were like, RJ. What is this you're, crap? <laughs> you're like, not covered. Like, yeah. and, and we had another catastrophe on yeah. one of our houses out there where yeah. a tree fell. Uh-huh. And basically knocked down one of the units. And had we had that coverage that we did have, I mean, we literally would have gotten nothing out of that. Man, that that's a great example of basic versus special on the cause of loss form. Because yeah. falling objects aren't covered on basic form. Yeah. Last time I checked, a tree is a falling object. So right. if you have basic form cause of loss and a tree falls on your house, no coverage. Right. It's terrifying, man. It is. So I want to transition the conversation from insurance. I know insurance is riveting to the audience and I'm sure. So boring. (laughs) I'm almost asleep right now and I do this for a living. But I I know that you, I'm inspired by you as an entrepreneur and a business owner, seeing the systems and processes that you have been working so diligently on Mm -hmm. the past six to 12 months, just creating your business to function without James Jenkins as the person that does everything. So kind of share that a little bit. And, you know, how did you fall into that? You know, it takes, it had to take some kind of inspiration to get there, right? What what caused you to go down that path? Really what it comes down to RJ is this vision that I had when I was, I was a farmer's agent, I'd run of the mill, nothing special, copy and paste, boring, insurance guy for almost four years. And then in 2016, I got introduced uh, to the real estate investor world. And from there, it just kind of took on a life of its own. And I ended up selling a farmer's agency and going independent, um, fully independent. I'm able to do literally whatever I want. 
in any way that I want with any system, any vendor, any process, I can do anything. It's simultaneously exhilarating and absolutely terrifying because there are no four walls. Like there is no box. You're not operating right. inside of a box. You're operating on a completely blank canvas. And I think for a lot of people, especially uh, you know, real estate investors that maybe are still in corporate world or they're not used to thinking like an entrepreneur, it can be intimidating to realize, wait a second, I can do anything. What do I want the client experience to be like? You know, for the wholesalers that are watching this, what do you want that, that seller to experience? You know, what does the journey of your client look like from start to finish? And really, most of what you see in, in practice now was just a vision, you know, a year ago of what do I want the client journey to look like? How can I automate and, and put systems and processes in place so that something happens that fast when my client or my prospective client needs or wants something? You know, instead of it being a phone call, we have web forms set up all over our website. We set up a 24-7 client service center where when you need to make a change on a policy, you don't have to call my office and talk to anybody. You fill out a form. And that form makes its way through our system. Um, are people watching this or is this just listened to in a podcast form or is it both? Uh, it's both. So okay. They can, they can, can I do a it. screen share real quick? Yeah, you can do it. I'll, yeah. I'll talk it through so people that are listening to it aren't wanting to cuss me because that's always frustrating <laughs> when you're listening to something in iTunes. And you're just like, I can't see you. Why are you not <laughs> telling me what you're doing right now? So anyways, um, let me go ahead and, and I'll do a little screen share real quick and I'll minimize our, our window. Hold on just a second here. Okay, so I'm going to go to Zapier. And Zapier is like the quarterback of our system. Let me go to the, uh, I'll just do this as an example real quick. Real estate investor quote form intake. And for those of you that are currently my clients, you've done business with us. Welcome to the backside of what happens when you clicked on. Right. So th this is a perfect example. Zapier is this integrator. It is this platform that you pay for it's like 50 bucks a month for my upgraded special membership where you get it just everything unlimited whatever um, it is basically uh, a system integrator that makes all of your systems talk to each other and sends data back and forth between them in real time so this is a perfect example here when this happens right here this is a form on my website when that happens using zapier it automatically does all of these other things and then right here someone fills out the form and they click submit or get my quote or whatever it automatically sends a text message to our VOIP phone system and says hey thanks for filling out a quote and then you know whatever else I forget exactly what it says it right. creates an entry in our CRM our, our customer relationship manager it sends an update message to the channel in slack we have a very specific channel for each line of business you know, most of what we do, almost all of what we do is serving real estate investors and business owners. Right. We're not a do everything agency anymore. Uh, but Slack, if you're not using Slack and you have a team, man, you're really missing out. Slack is 100% free and it is incredible. I, I use it literally 100 times every single day. Uh, this is our management system where all of our customer data lives permanently. So it creates a new uh, prospect file for whoever just submitted the form 
if you're an existing client of ours, it just adds that quote request to your file in our system. And I don't know if you're if you've ever used Trello, RJ. Trello Trello was our lifeline, man. That's that's what we created Titanium Investments on for years. Nice. Um, so I love Trello. Yeah. So we've got a dedicated board just for, and it's it's basically empty right now. Um, it's like almost entirely empty right now. And I'm sorry for whoever that was that I just showed your name on my screen <laughs> that I didn't have your permission. Please forgive me for that. But the Trello card, that helps us keep track. And we have like automated checklists and whatnot that, that pre-fill. So my team never misses a beat. Because I mean, you probably know this in, in your operation too, as many moving parts as you have. Sometimes the hard part to remember is, what is left to be done? Like, where is the status of this deal? What yeah. document do I need to send off? What needs to sign what? Do I have an acknowledgement form? Have I received payment for such and such? All of that impacts the client experience. Mm-hmm. So when you can automate something and have it run literally without me touching anything, all of this happens in real time. It just creates a better experience for the client, which makes them more likely to want to do business with me because I save them time. And of course I'm saving them money when we have the opportunity to, but I'm much more concerned about the experience. You know, Maya Angelou, the civil rights activist back in the sixties, she said, most people will not remember what you tell them, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And that one phrase that it's on my quote board, that, that is one of my central phrases to how we do business is give that client, either current or perspective, the warm fuzzies. Now, whether for, for you guys that are listening right now, you know, it is, it's the seller or it's, you know, if it's not a whole wholesale, if it's just you're, you know, buying a property, right. maybe it's the, you know, someone else you're wanting to do business with um, from a, a a private money lender, or you're interviewing a, you know, a prospective vendor partner or whatever to build out your team. People are always going to remember how you made them feel. So when you're building out these automation systems, these platforms uh, from scratch, a lot of times, you know, maybe it's a system like Propelio or Podium, or there's a thousand different systems out there that have a do it for you approach. I kind of like to do it for myself because I get to build it how I want it to be and not have to ask for someone's permission or ask for their help. But, you know, that, that's basically it right there. You, you see this. And the cool thing about Zapier is you can create as many of these as possible, as many of these as you want. So existing clients, internal forms that we use, service requests, Slack, text, Trello, whatever. All of these, each one of these is a process, and, and it's fully automated. So what that means is I can focus on being on the Titanium Vault podcast with RJ instead of answering the phone when someone needs a quote for a property. Now, I can, let me go check here real quick. I'm in my, my, on my other monitor here in our inbox. And just today, just today, we've received three inbound quote requests. Yesterday, that was six inbound quote requests. That's just from real estate investors. Every single one of those people went through that, this little thing that you just saw. Right. None of them talked to me. And of those, of those six or seven people, um, hold on just one second. One second. <laughs> How many did we close since yesterday? I love this. James is currently asking someone in his office how many they've closed so far this week. 
We closed three since yesterday. There you go. So I love it, man. And I didn't talk what? to any of those people. You know what? You brought up, you know, how you make the customer feel. Think, go back to the story that I just told about how you got me as a client, right? I didn't remember exactly what you said, but that moment of you made me laugh and then you kind of got me hooked. And then when you talked to me and you explained the situation on what I had as for coverage and, and explaining that to me, you actually made me feel like you cared about my company so much more so than any other insurance agent that I'd ever spoken to. And I remember, I think I remember saying that to you going, like, James, like, this is incredible. No other insurance agent has taken 10 minutes out of their day to explain the fact that I'm, I'm essentially screwed if something happens. And what's crazy about that is, is you came in right at the perfect time for our company because right after that we did have this past 12 months, two catastrophic events that yeah. we would have been screwed in. So I, I can't, I can't agree more with that sentiment that you said there about, you know, how it makes a customer feel. They'll remember that because that's how I felt about doing business with you from the beginning. So that's awesome, man. I really when, it, when it comes that. to building out these systems, you were building out these systems yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I'm the weirdo. Um, I'm kind of a nerd for this stuff. Uh, I really enjoy the, uh, the process of building uh, and, and making it and really being able to tweak what you've set up as the needs change. Like, man, six months ago, this process was a lot different. Um, it, you improve over time. Now there are, obviously there's, you know, a thousand and one different people out there that are, uh, you know, doing these sorts of things for you. They'll charge you a consulting fee or whatever. You know, I learned from a couple of those people uh, back at the very beginning of this process. I, I think I paid $2,000 to some girl who was doing automation workflows. And instead of pay, paying her $2,000 and saying, hey, build this for me, I said, I want to pay you $2,000 and you're going to come to my office for an entire day and you're going to teach me how to do this stuff for myself. And from there, I mean, I've just hack and slash figured it out the rest of the way. But I mean, if, I'd be lying if I said, oh yeah, it's perfect. It's beautiful. Right. I never make a mistake. No, not exactly. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. What is, what is your goal moving forward? Where, where do you want to take your agency and, and where do you want to go as an entrepreneur? Man, I don't mind saying I'm building an empire one happy client at a time. Uh, we have added two people to our team, one full-time service person and one outside producer. Uh, we have written almost 600 investment properties uh, this year uh, in, in really in the last eight months. Um, I want to jump that up. I want to I write 1,000 investment properties in 2020 um, just from you know, our office. And then right. from there, I don't know what it looks like. I'm going to scale as big as I can scale uh, without giving up, you know, family time and, and having a life because I don't want to work. Once we've got it all set up, I don't want to work more than 40 hours a week, period. Yeah. No. My wife is very gracious and understanding. She, she gives me latitude to build this thing, but there's going to come a time probably by the end of, of 2020, <laughs> certainly by, you know, halfway through 2021 where she's going to put her foot down and expect me to be home more. Uh, and, and I, 
I don't know. I, that didn't really answer your question, but well, I, I, I think it did, though. And I want to say something. You know, I've seen if, if you follow James on Facebook, you'll see this. You know, you will go back up to the office. You'll go work on a Saturday or Sunday. And every time that you do that, you know, you give a shout out to your wife for allowing you to do that. And I, I think that's a, you know, I have to give you credit for doing that, man. Because um, sometimes as the person that's doing that, we're like, hey, we're the one making the sacrifice, right? Yeah. We're the one going to the office to work on a Sunday. But in all reality, it's it's the significant others, it's the kids that are sitting at home going, where's dad going? And and it's sometimes harder for them to understand why yeah. we're doing that. And that Man, probably my, the core reason why we're doing it. My son is two and a half and he's old enough now. Uh, he's like, I don't want you to go to your office. And he <laughs> says that with a stern look on his face. I'm just like, I know, buddy. I'll be back as soon as I can. And what he did, what I want to tell him is, I'm doing this for you. Right. Someday I'm going to hand this thing to you. Right. You're going to be running this 25 years from now, if the Lord is willing. Right. But I mean, it, I, I don't want to be the quotes guy, but you know, one of the things that you and you said it basically, you know, success is a team sport. Yeah. These solo people who want to do it all themselves, one, you're going to burn out, and two, if you don't find a way to replace yourself, how are you ever going to sell this thing? Right. If if you are the only value in your business, then what happens when you stop working 60 yep. hours a week? Do you have a retirement plan? Do you have a succession plan? Do you have some continuation thing that's going to keep generating income after you're not the one who's, you know, grinding it out every day? And I don't think most people in my world or in your world have no. that. Absolutely. So for everyone that's listening, if they want to get in contact with you, find out how they can do business with you, what's the best way they can get in touch with Man, you? Man, I try to be really easy to find. That's, I don't know. You pick your, pick your uh, social media platform of choice. Look me up. You can Google me. Uh, James Jenkins and Associates is the name of our business. Uh, my phone number, if you want to call the office and talk to Addie or Brecklin, and, and you can't get to me directly because I've set it up in such a way that uh, I have a gatekeeper now. Uh, <laughs> but our number is 469-678-8001. Or you can just uh, hit me up on, on the uh, social media. I'm pretty easy to find. Not quite as easy to find as RJ. <laughs> hey, so uh, I, I love your your name, James Jenkins and Associates, because... When I was nine years old is when my dad was given the choice. Um, he was vice president of a office furniture company here in Dallas. And he was brought in. There was three people that were brought in the office. Two were much younger than my dad. And they essentially said, one person is getting a promotion. One person is getting laid off. And one person gets to stay in the same position. If anyone here would like to not take the risk and take this package, you can walk away. So my dad looking around the room of 20-year-olds, you know, two 20-year-olds, and he's in his approaching, you know, being 40, uh, thought he was the one that was going to be let go. So he took the package. I think it was like 20-something thousand dollars, and that's what he started his, his first company with. And I remember I was nine years old and it was this very traumatic time for the family. Um, it was even more traumatic because after my dad took the package, they essentially told him you were the one that was going to receive the promotion. Oh, wow. And uh, so 
very difficult. So that's why I love the name James Jenkins and Associates so much. Uh, it reminds me of when I was a kid and, and had the opportunity to name my parents' company R.J. Bates and Associates. So that's this week's episode, guys. Thank you, James, so much for being on the show. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and leave us a thumbs up. If you're listening on iTunes, make sure you leave us a five-star review. That gets our show out to more people. And so we can continue making episodes for everybody in the entrepreneurial world. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, RJ Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault. Titanium Vault.